I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Russia approves a COVID-19 vaccine before finishing clinical trials. Daily coronavirus deaths climb following outbreaks in the Sunbelt states. And telemedicine visits may have plateaued. All that and more on today's episode of Just Healthcare Daily. It's Friday, August 14th, and I'm Alex Olgan with Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a review. It helps other listeners find the show. Telemedicine visits for outpatient care seem to have plateaued after spikes in March and April when the initial surge in coronavirus led to shutdowns across the country. An analysis published by the Commonwealth Fund found that for the last three months, telemedicine visits have hovered around 7% higher than pre-pandemic levels. This is according to an analysis by researchers at Harvard University and healthcare technology company Freesia, which has data about in-person and virtual visits with 50,000 providers nationwide from February through August. After all the talk of the booming virtual care market, it may seem underwhelming that televisits plateaued at 7% higher than before. But Just Healthcare's Director of Member Insight, Michael Cuello, says it's important to view it in relation to total visits. It's all about the denominator in this case. Early on in the pandemic, say April or May, we had a lot less visits overall as shelter-in-place orders were in effect and providers were still ramping up their telehealth capabilities in a lot of cases. So just looking at the percentage of telehealth visits over total visits may actually be a bit misleading as the absolute number of telehealth visits may still be significantly higher than pre-pandemic levels. The use of telemedicine appears to be closely tied to surges in COVID cases. In states like Arizona, Texas, and Florida that witnessed large outbreaks in July and corresponding elective care shutdowns, televisits increased to about 10% of total visits. In-person physician office visits seem to have also held steady, returning to about 90% of pre-pandemic levels. But that varies across specialties. Dermatology, which had among the biggest drops in visit volume, down close to 75% during March and April, has seen patients rush back. Dermatologists are now seeing on average 8% more outpatient visits than pre-pandemic. Compare that to pediatrics, which hasn't seen visits return nearly as quickly. Volumes are still down almost a quarter lower than normal. On Monday, Russian President Vladimir Putin said the country approved a coronavirus vaccine. 
but scientists around the world quickly warned the rush to approve before widespread testing could be dangerous. The vaccine has not yet been through phase three trials, which are important because the large-scale testing on thousands of people helps scientists determine whether the vaccine has any harmful side effects in certain populations. Often, these side effects aren't discovered till larger-scale trials on a variety of demographics. America's top infectious disease official, Dr. Anthony Fauci, told National Geographic he's skeptical. I hope that the Russians have actually definitively proven that the vaccine is safe and effective. I seriously doubt that they've done that. Russia has reported nearly 900,000 COVID-19 cases and more than 15,000 deaths. Putin tried to assure the public the vaccine was safe by announcing one of his daughters received two doses and only had a slight fever. Other than his daughter, the vaccine candidate has been tested in a handful of people, less than 100, some which were military personnel, which raises questions about whether participation was completely voluntary. The Associated Press is reporting that medical workers in Russia could be vaccinated starting this month, and the general Russian public could start getting vaccinated as early as October. For comparison, phase three trials for potential coronavirus vaccines underway in other countries are involving tens of thousands of people and are expected to take months. And even that speed is causing concern among some Americans. A Gallup poll from earlier this month found only two thirds would get a COVID-19 vaccine if it was approved today. American vaccine hesitancy has been a problem for decades. Back in the 1950s, Gallup reported that only 60 percent of Americans said they would get the polio vaccine. Wednesday, the country reported another high daily death toll from the coronavirus. 1,503 people died August 12th from COVID-19, according to the COVID Tracking Project. That's the highest reported number so far this summer and shows how devastating the disease has been in the Sunbelt states. 1,500 deaths a day is still below what the country saw in April as the coronavirus tore across the Northeast. Even though outbreaks appear to be abating in Texas, Arizona, and Florida, deaths are still high because people are often hospitalized for weeks before dying. According to the COVID Tracking Project, almost 159,000 Americans have died from the virus so far this year. But the New York Times reports the real number could be much higher. The Times looked at excess deaths, a figure the government tracks to compare deaths year over year. Nationally, it found that at least 200,000 more Americans have died than usual since March. The analysis also found that excess deaths in regions of the country mirror outbreaks. Southern states like Texas, South Carolina, and Mississippi saw excess deaths increase 1.6 times the normal weekly amount in July as outbreaks in those states started to spiral. Surges in coronavirus cases are now moving into rural parts of the Midwest that had initially been spared. According to Johns Hopkins data, rural counties in Ohio, Missouri, Wisconsin, and Illinois are experiencing weekly case rates higher than bigger cities in those states. And public health experts told the Wall Street Journal that unlike outbreaks at meatpacking plants or nursing homes, these new clusters are stemming from social events like eating out, which are harder to track and contain. The Times reported restaurants have been a large source of outbreaks, leading to a quarter of the cases in Louisiana since March that weren't traced back to nursing homes or prisons. Taking a look at healthcare stocks, the on-demand primary care chain One Medical announced that the company beat earnings expectations for the second quarter and that membership grew by 25%. On that news, shares of the company were up 9% at the end of the trading day Thursday. The broader sector was down 0.17%. 
Thanks for listening to Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olkin. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on JustHealthcare.com. Just Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Just Healthcare. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.